Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Revival Center Podcast. We're so glad that you're here joining us again today. But if this is your first time, welcome. We're so glad to have you. We would love it if you would hit that subscribe button. That is the best way that you can keep up to date with every single thing that is happening here on our podcast. That includes devotions like this one, interviews, sermons, all of the above uh, will come right to your phone or wherever you're listening uh, to this podcast just by hitting that subscribe button. So we'd love to have you be a part of our community here. And so we hope that you are getting ready for the new year. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Um, This is going to come out the Thursday after Christmas, so we hope that you have um, enjoyed time with family. Uh, Maybe some of you are still recovering from having uh, people over at your house, so I pray that you are having uh, a restful time, that you are able to breathe a little bit because, uh, unfortunately, uh, the holidays can be a little bit chaotic, Um, and uh, so we uh, hope that you are just having a blessed time. Uh, we hope that uh, you were able to listen to last week's podcast about kind of just reflecting on uh, just the situation uh, that Christ's birth was, the difficulty, the mess that Christ came into. I, may, I hope you had a time to reflect on that um, over the holiday time. I hope it wasn't all go, go, go and no time to just sit and really think about why we do celebrate Christmas. And so, of course, this time of year feels like you're jumping from one thing to another. You feel like you're Thanksgiving to Christmas to all of a sudden it's a new year and you're going into it and uh, things all of a sudden ramp back up and get crazy. And so I just want to um, kind of look forward. Uh, this is a this is a normal time of the year that we all are looking ahead to the new year. Um, what should we do? What habits should we have? What... Uh, should we grow in? What do we want to accomplish? And all of those, I think, are excellent questions. I know I've been doing this um, for the past several weeks. I've been um, reading different books on um, productivity and um, how do I want to arrange because we, you know, we personally uh, are going through a big transition in this next year at the beginning of the year, and so, um, which on the podcast you'll hear a little bit more about uh, later, um, or I know you've probably heard a little bit, but um, you'll hear a, a big, big portion of it later, but um, I am trying to figure that out, okay, how am I wanting to accomplish what I need to accomplish, um, what do, uh, what are my habits going to look like, what is the structure going to look like, how can I do better, you know, a look back to this year, what did I do well, what did I not do well, whether that be um, with personal goals, with work, school, whatever it is, um, this is a great time. And and I think, and I, and I don't want to downplay that at all, because I think it is so important. We need these times. We need these times other than just at the beginning of a new year. And I think um, that it would serve us well to do so, it would be service well to have consistent and constant times of evaluating and tweaking and moving forward um, because I think our problem is is we don't do that. We try to do it one time in the year because it's not a regular part of our life. We change a couple things. They don't work out. 
and then we go back into our same ruts, and then we just coast until the next year. And then we're like, oh, well, how should I change? And that doesn't work out so well. But what I do want to kind of look at is even though um, it's the new year, right? Um, and I think we have this obsession, especially in our culture, with the new. Um, what is the new phone? What is the new movie? What is the new show? What's the new uh, song? What's the new car? Um, we're fed this constant feed of new. Um, and I, I recently, um, this has been a couple weeks ago, I read a book on um, Christian approaches to the economy. Um, and you're thinking, what in the world does this have to do with what I'm talking about? I'll get there, I promise. We're talking about Christian approaches to, to how do we biblically um, approach money, approach economic structures and all of this. And it was an interesting read. But it said something that I think was so important, um, which was this. And it said when looking at capitalism, right, it, it had its um, praises and critiques for all kinds of systems. But when it looked at capitalism, because obviously that's our system here in the U.S., it, uh, the author said something that I think was really important, is that our economy is built around you being discontent, that that is what the entire economy is built around, is you not being satisfied with what you have. That is the structure of the capitalist economy in the, in the way that we have it now, right? I'm not saying that it has to be, but that's the way that we have it now. Just take a moment and look at commercials, right? There are, there are some commercials you don't even know what they're advertising until the very end. Like, it's a 40-second commercial. And 35 seconds in, I could not tell you what in the world they are trying to sell me. You'll have a family, and they'll be going on this vacation, and smiling, and jumping in the pool, and and having a great time, and you have the barbecue, and you're like, oh, maybe this is a vacation home. And then, yeah, you know, you're looking at all these things, and all of a sudden, it's insurance. And you're like, insurance? What in the world? Like, I thought this was like about a pool or a vacation or, you know, a rental property. But no, it was about a insurance, right? You'll see these, you know, car commercials, It'll show the car, but it's showing this, you know, woman in this expensive dress with these nice jewelry and this man in this perfectly fitted suit and all of these things that have nothing to do with the car, but have everything to do with what they're selling you. Because see, what our world a lot of times tries to sell us is not a product, it's a way of life and then that product is your means to get to the way that way of life. And so I think that that is a big pull of our current um, way that our, our lives are set up, that are the way that it is it is moving toward is that in the end, it's trying to sell us that new is better than what we have, that whatever this new thing will create the life that we've always wanted that we've always dreamed of. And so I think there is that danger 
that we can take this, that this, this is what we're surrounded by, this new gadget, right? You've cooked for 40 years without this new gadget, but this gadget will revolutionize the way you cook or, you know, so many, so many different examples that I could give. But sometimes we can feel the same way about life. We can feel the same way about our spiritual walk, right? And I just did a whole series on spiritual disciplines, right? The, uh, the last several weeks were talking about spiritual disciplines. So I'm not saying that there aren't good things that we shouldn't want to make sure that are in our lives or even add to our lives if they're not in there. But what I want to say is that the timeless truths do not change. And those are what truly and will, for, for real, like in a real sense, change our lives and mold us into what God has for us, are not the new things, but the timeless things. See, if we're constantly obsessed with new, 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 then all of a sudden, the things that we never should let go of, we're starting to. And I was reminded of this uh, verse as I was prepping for this podcast. In Hebrews chapter 3, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the next sentence I think is, is hits a nail on the head. It says, do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. Okay, let's pause right there. Whenever we can be obsessed with the new, as we move into a new year, you know, that you hear this, the, the, the funny little quip, the new year, new me. Um, it's like, I, it's very interesting because it's like, it's a new year, new me. Although I have the same job, I live in the same house with the same family, drive the same car and all these things. Is it really new year, new me? Um, and so then people take it really seriously and then they start just, 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 oh, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to move my house. I'm going to do all these things because that is what will make it different. That's what will make it better. But we see that sometimes we can do that with our doctrines. And I think this is seen more than ever um, with, you know, our uh, technological world that we live in. And we are a part of that technological world here at the Revival Center. We have this podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Um, we have all of these things. And we can be driven about by the next big thing. And I think the danger of that is that sometimes that new YouTuber or that new podcast that you listen to, what they're actually saying is something that is new meaning something that is not timeless, something that is not biblical, something that is not founded in the Word of God, but is something that they have started at this moment. And that's where we should be very careful because in our pursuit of the new, right, we should always want to do better. If there's a new method, it could be better than the old method, right? No doubt about it. But in our pursuit of the new, there's no new doctrine of God that is better than the old doctrine of God, if you catch my drift, is that we need to cling in our pursuit of doing better, of doing more, of whatever we desire in the new year. 
we should pursue to cling more strongly to the timeless truths, to the truth that God created the heavens and the earth, to the truth that Christ came born of a virgin, to the truth that the Holy Spirit comes and lives within us when we are saved and he molds us into the likeness of Jesus and gives us giftings for the betterment of the church and for the growth of the kingdom, that God desires for us to live holy and pure lives, that our lives of holiness and righteousness are not defined by my own desires but by the word of God, that I am planted and rooted in the body of Christ, that I am not separate from the church, but I am a part of the church. All of those truths we have to cling to, my friends. We can't just say, well, I'm in pursuit of the new and the better and throw out everything. We have to understand that there are some things that new does not mean good. And so, um, that's just a little short uh, thought that I had, a little short, um, you know, moving into uh, the new year, moving into trying new things. Maybe, you know, maybe the new thing for you is I'm going to go to the gym this year. That's a good thing. That is absolutely a good new thing that we should probably all add. I know I need to, to work out more and exercise more, right? Maybe it's a new way of structuring your work schedule. Good. Maybe it's a, a new job that the Lord has provided for you. Good. But if it's a new way of looking at how God views morality, uh, if it's a new, this new revelation that somebody has of an interpretation of the Bible, mm, maybe we should slow down because I don't want in our pursuit of new and good and better we throw out the wrong things. And so I appreciate you guys. I hope that uh, you are having a, you had a blessed uh, 2023. I pray that 2024 is uh, fruitful. Um, and I'm just going to actually end this in an in, in earnest prayer um, into the new year for each and every one of you. So Lord, God, we just love you. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us um the breath in our lungs, the opportunities that you've given us in 2023. We thank you that you've gotten us to this point. Lord God, without you, we are nothing. We could do nothing. We could gain nothing. And so we just thank you for getting us to this point. God, I pray as we move into 2024. Lord God, I pray for those who struggle with anxiety. Lord God, that a new year does not bring them uh, excitement. It does not bring them joy. It brings them anxiety of new expectations and and new desires, but there's this anxiety of, of being able to add up, to being adequate, to being able to do it successfully. And so, God, I just pray that that anxiety will be gone. God, I pray for wisdom as we move forward. Lord God, may you bring to us the new things that we need, but Lord God, may you push away the new things that we maybe don't need. Lord God, may we have the right relationship with the new, Lord God, but may we cling to those timeless truths found in your scriptures, Lord God, that that will be what truly leads our lives, Lord God, and that's what truly makes a difference in our hearts. So God, we just love you. We thank you. We praise you, Jesus, because you are good. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hey. 
Love you guys. Thank you so very much. Happy New Year. We'll see you next time. God bless.